Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. This is Isaiah 42b, Shayahu, Parak Membez, the second part. And this is Saul Weiner, your host for the podcast. In 42a, the first half of this chapter, we read about really the mission of the Jewish people on this world to bring the message of God to the other nations. We read that... um, in the future, that in the future times, in the coming times of the Mashiach, that the that the Jewish people would be a source of mishpat, a source of justice, going throughout the world, um, and that um, and that all the faraway nations will sing a new song to God, and all benefit from the special justice and righteousness. righteousness. And we also ended with the verse 13, where uh, God also mentioned that unfortunately in those future days, suffering and accounting will come to those that, that, that deserve it. Uh, so it will be both a uh, result in something good, something wonderful coming about in the world, but also it will be a time of punishment and, and, and that type of justice to those that deserve it. Now, um. In the second half, we are going to focus a little more on Israel itself and why Israel suffered throughout the ages. Because if you recall in chapter 41 and 40, we studied how God said he's going to bring the entire world and all the nations and the nation of Israel was kind of worried. Well, does this mean we lost our special pace? God reassured them, don't worry, you're still special. But God still didn't explain, well then if that's so, if we're still special, why did we as a Jewish people suffer so much during those years? And God is going to address that in the following, in this second half of chapter 42. Um, it starts with verse 14 today. I have been quiet for too long, God says to his prophet. I have been uh, silent and like... And I'm tired of being silent. I've held myself back, but I no longer want to hold myself back. In other words, for such a long time, um, I have um, kind of like a pregnancy where the, the, all of the noise and the, uh, and the um, drama happens at the end with the birth, with the pain and the, the screaming, the suffering, the difficulty of the delivery, and ultimately, hopefully, the delivery of a baby, which would be similar to redemption. So therefore, God says, Like a woman giving birth, I will scream, I will gasp and pant in exhaustion. Um, this uh, metaphor has been used several times in, in, in Yeshayahu, uh, notably in chapter 37, verse 3, where um, Chizkiyahu referred to all of the work that he had done to try to save Yerushalayim. And he said, um, uh, The children of Israel have come to the birthing stool but have not yet given birth. In other words, the ultimate redemption had not come. Um, we also had this, uh, we had this similarly back in chapter 21, verse 3, where we had the language as follows. 
Alkin Malu must Naihal Hala, Tirimahazuni, my my um loins have been full of shaking and I'm having labor pains, Kitsire Yaleda, like the labor pains of a woman giving birth. The uh this image, you know, again now shows up in Yeshayahu, but this is so to speak God speaking and saying, um that that this um I want to give birth to redemption. The reason why he chooses the language of a woman giving birth is that ultimately this suffering will lead to something beautiful. In this case, case of a woman giving birth a child, but in this case, ultimately it will give birth to the ultimate redemption of the entire world. However, it is involved with much screaming and pain and 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 blood, etc. So that's why God chooses this metaphor, similar to the previous places. Um, and we continue with verse 15. God has been using the 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 um, metaphor of mountains and hills, referring to the arrogant and pe- people, those that were, you know, took advantage of others. And everything, all of the grass growing on those those mountains, I will dry out. And I will make um, rivers. I'll dry them up and make them into islands, Vish, and I will dry up the marshes. God is using the metaphor also of, of nature being destroyed um, when he's referring to the, the destruction that will be meted out upon those nations that that did not uh, they did not treat others in a just and a righteous way. And then what will I do? Now here I would like to call your attention back all the way back to the beginning of Isaiah. Chapter 6, where we had the call of Yeshayahu, the call of Yeshayahu to prophecy, where God gave him his ultimate, ultimate message. And I'm going to read that to you because this is the best way to understand the remainder of chapter 42. Again, let me point out that I'm deliberately pointing out in pretty much every podcast so far in the second half of Isaiah, the so-called second half, and connecting it back to things that were referenced before in order to demonstrate to you clearly with the accumulation of evidence that this is all a continuation of the same book. But if you look back at the call to prophecy, Isaiah said back then, I mean, God said then to the angels, who's going to go, who's going to be our messenger? Ishayahu came and he and he um, volunteered, send me on a message. And God said, Say to this nation, You shall hear my message, but you will not understand it. You will see my words, but you will not take it to heart. You will not get it. The heart of these people are fat. Their ears are heavy. And they are turning away their eyes. Rather than see with their eyes, rather than hear with their ears, and rather than understand with their hearts, because if they did, then they could return to me and be healed. But rather, these people are not listening, they're not hearing, and so on. But Omar, and then Isaiah, I'm back in, I'm still in reading chapter 6, verse 11. I said, Until when will this go on? And then God says, Ad asher im sha'u until destruction happens to the cities and so on. And the very Saddam and people will be scattered around and so on. Right? Virabo Hazuva and many will be abandoned in the land. 
the old Ba'asiriya, but then a tenth will come, the and will return, and so on and so forth. Zera Kodesh Matzavta, the holy seed Matzavta, will be that which is the establishment of the Jewish people in the future. Now, Yeshayahu is talking about that future, that future that God promised that one day will happen. So he first references, um, again, those people who refuse to listen, the blind ones, the deaf ones, right? Just like in the image in chapter 6 that we just read. So God goes on, now we're back to our chapter 42, verse 16. And I will take those blind people, those that didn't, that sit and see. Remember he said back then in chapter 6, language is so um, interesting, right? And do not know. Here he says, Those that are blind in the path that they did not know. In other words, why did they not know? Because even though they had eyes to see, they didn't see. So they're like blind people. The Jewish people had the eyes to see, but they didn't look and they didn't get it. But I'm going to, in the future, take them down that path. On paths that they do not know, I will lead them. Things that used to be dark in front of them, things that used to make darkness, I will make them light. And things that used to be stumbling blocks, they were crooked, will now be straight. These are the things, I will do them. I will not forsake them. But again, they were blind. They didn't look, they didn't listen, they didn't pay attention. But those who, who, um, who um, those that had faith in idols, those that did not have faith in me, those that had faith in all kinds of ideologies and ideas that were not truthful, that were not just, that were not righteous, they will be turned around. They will not be led down that path. They will be embarrassed and ashamed because of their actions, behaviors, and what they and, and what they uh, uh, believed in. Those that would say to things that were created by men that you are our, our gods. Those that were deaf, again going back to what we read in Isaiah 6, Listen, now it's time to listen finally. And those of you that are blind, look so that you can see. Who is more blind than my servant Israel? They are the most blind of all because they had the message. They could have and should have seen. Who is more deaf than my servant that I have sent? God had sent the Jewish people to bring this message to the world. They are the most deaf of all because they didn't hear it themselves. Who is more blind than he who is complete? This, according to Malbim, and I think this is the, I like this explanation the best, the Meshulam, the one who is whole and complete, because he has access to the truth. They have the ability to know it all. But he is the most blind of all, because he should be seeing, but he's not. The Iver, who is more blind, Ke'evet Adonai, than the servant of God himself. The one who is God's servant, the one who has the instructions, the one who knows what he's supposed to do. But he's the most blind when he doesn't see it. You have seen all of the things that you should have seen. All of the miracles, all of the things that you did when I established you as a nation. You've seen them below Tishmar, but you still aren't careful to keep your message. With your ears are open. In other words, you were told everything. You were taught the Torah. But you still did not listen. 
So therefore, why will this redemption take place even though the people were not ready? God wants, God desires that the people should come back because of His own righteousness. Yagdil Torah, He wants that His Torah, His teachings should be great and He will make them great Adir, and He will magnify it and make it great and, and huge. But he, the servant, be ended up becoming a nation of that that's bazuz, that's plundered, vishasoy, and trampled upon. people that are that are are trapped or stuck in 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 holes, all of them. and they are imprisoned in 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 jails and prisons. Hayulavaz, they became people that were. Abused in Matzila, no one saved them when they were next. Mishisa, they were crushed. The Ain Omar Hashav, and no one was there to say, "Give back to them what you've taken away from them." Mibochem Yazinzos, who among you is actually listening to this message? Yakshivi Ishmala Achar, who is going to start listening and hear for, from now on and hear what it was this message that I've been teaching. And God says, Mina Sanlim she saw Yaakov, the the servant of mine, Yaakov Yisrael, and Yisrael opposes him. And who is the one who made it that the Jewish people should suffer so? That my servant, Yaakov and Yisrael, should suffer so? Halo Adonai, Zuchatonulo. It is God. It is He, the one who to whom we have sinned. We did not go and turn on His path. That path that God said, the path that He's going to lead the blind on, we didn't take that ourselves. So, what was it that we didn't listen to? We did not listen to His Torah. That's why God made us suffer during that time. Not it's not those nations. Don't point your fingers at those nations and say they made us suffer. They made us suffer. We want to see them suffer too, like we saw in the last parak before. God is saying, this came from me. Yes, I will lead you on the path, on the good path. I will take you home, unless you're one of those that's going to be embarrassed because because you weren't faithful. But but I will. But I want you to know that this was from me. And I poured upon him, my servant, my anger, the um, the the and the um and the uh, the azuz of war, the the fury and anger of war. And I, I, and this, the fire scorched around them, but he, and he still did not know the message, despite having that. And the fire burnt not just around them, but among them, but they still didn't put it to heart. However, because Hashem because he wants, because of his own righteousness, he wants to redeem the people, he will. But know that all of this suffering was from him. Thank you so much for listening to Yeshayahu 42b. Looking forward to studying Isaiah 43 together.